0: Welcome to this segment of Catholic Focus. I'm Joan Ebestinsky, your host, and today I'm honored to be with Father Leo Goodman. Father, and you also have a guest with us, so tell us a little bit about what's going on in your parish. I understand you're doing uh, rebooting your Respect Life ministry.
1: Most definitely. This is at the very heart of our Catholic faith. Uh,
0: we can talk all we want
1: about social justice issues, but uh, if we are not solidly pro-life, then all that talk rings empty. Um so at the heart of our parish is the pro-life ministry. At the heart of our um, Knights of Columbus is our, our pro-life ministry. Um, and so we've just brought on Bonnie Finnerty, who's now leading up uh, our efforts at the parish. And uh, it is an exciting time. We have a a lot of interest. Uh, I know our our last meeting with the uh, pro-life committee uh, filled the uh, Divine Mercy Room Uh, So we had parishioners that were definitely interested. And uh, and so it's an exciting time. I'd like to ask Bonnie to to say a few words about some of the upcoming events we have. Of course – On January 19th, we have the Pro Life March coming up, and that really is a a major effort for us and and for the country.
0: You know what, Father? We didn't mention the name of your church. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Can't forget that. That was was my fault, I think. (laughs) St.
1: Margaret Mary's Parish uh, uh, here in Harrisburg, uh, uh, a beautiful community out on Paxton Church Road. Yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you
0: before Bonnie talked, so go ahead, Bonnie, tell, (laughs) tell us about your
2: program. Well, thank you so much for having us, um, and thank you so much to Father uh, Leo because he is just such a supporter of our Respect Life ministry. And we decided that you know, our Respect Life ministry has been active for many years, doing a lot of good work supporting Morning Star through the Baby Bottle Blessing and through the um, Shooting Star Walk. We've just been doing a lot of wonderful things through the years. However, we thought at this critical time in history, it's more important than ever for us to reorganize and expand our efforts and to reach out to more people. So that's why we rebooted our um, our ministry, per se. Um, so we had a wonderful meeting, a wonderful showing of a lot of people, and we brainstormed a lot of ideas about the sort of things we want to do in our Respect Life ministry, Um, So let me tell you about some of the things we've been doing during the last year, uh, because I think a lot of them are really important in terms of not just educational value, but also pastoral care of our community. Um, We had two baby showers for young women in need, and our parish came together and was so incredibly generous. Um, One of the baby showers, we worked with the Sisters of Life from Philadelphia, and they came and um, celebrated with us five sisters so that was a beautiful way for our parish to show in a very tangential way, um, a very tangible way is what I meant to say, a very tangible way, um, the love of Christ by showering these women with what they need for their for their beautiful babies. Um, we'll also be having another shower upcoming um, for another family who is new to our parish. Uh, one of the other things that we decided to do was to put some pro-life literature on hospitality tables in our restrooms just something very small so that women who are um, in the restroom might see a pamphlet for Morningstar or for Rachel's Vineyard or to know where there are resources. These are uh, pieces of literature that they might not feel comfortable picking up in our narthex under everyone else's view. We've um, also
1: placed those those articles in the, in the, men's, the men's room, room too. <laughs> yes. So, so
2: yeah, so once we did it in the women's room, everyone's like, hey, we should have one in the men's room. So we, we did that as well. Um, we've purchased age-appropriate pro-life books for every classroom in our school um, because we want these children from the time they're very young to be immersed in the truth of the miracle of life and the beauty of life and understand that every life, including their life, but Every life has a purpose and a plan that God has breathed them into existence with a plan for their life. So we're very excited. We haven't been we haven't presented the school with the books yet, but we'll be doing that sometime in January. Um, and as Father mentioned, we've been partnering with our Knights of Columbus, which is a wonderful organization and growing in our parish. They've sponsored a bus to the March for Life on January 19th, so we will be heading down to Washington, D.C. We do have some seats available, so we've opened it up to anybody, even beyond our parish, who would like to join us. So information for that is on our website, which is stmmparish.org.
0: Well, one of the things that you mentioned, I don't want to interrupt you, but you said in this critical time, and some of our listeners may not know about the defunding of uh, Real Alternatives, that happened on December 31st. And that means that our local pregnancy centers around the state are losing critical funding people like Houston Morningstar. Yes. Uh, And that's why this time uh, we need to support those programs even more than we've been doing in the past, right?
2: No, absolutely. I mean, and to contrast that, uh, the federal government has increased Title X family planning funds, which will go to Planned Parenthood by 76% for next year. So what we see is more money going to Planned Parenthood um, and less money going to our pregnancy resource centers. And that's that's just tragic. So, yeah. And
0: the other piece of news is abortions are up in Pennsylvania.
2: Uh, by more than 4%. The yeah. statistics were just released. Yeah. And so one of the other things we have going on is we have Linda Plummer, who's the executive director of Morningstar, coming to speak after all of our masses on January 20th and 21st. Because we really want our parishioners to understand the, the hands-on, boots-on-the-ground kind of work that Morningstar does. Um, they, they save lives. They save souls. They help women avoid the wound of abortion. They help fathers be the men that they've been created to be. Um, they go into schools, and they um, help young people understand what a good relationship looks like. So they're doing important work, and we want Linda to be able to speak to our parishioners and help uh, increase their awareness about that so they can get the support that they need.
0: Excellent. Fantastic. And I know that you are also friends with Maria Gallagher. She's always on Holy Family Radio. We're going to record her later on. We try to keep up to date with what's going on with the uh, Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation. Yes. And Maria is our, is our go-to person, so I know that you have a connection with her also.
2: Oh, right? I do. So Maria and I were former colleagues. I used to be the education director at the Federation, so we worked together for four years. Um, And she is a wonderful resource. She's been in the pro-life movement a long time and really knows every aspect of it. Um, So Maria actually wrote a book called Mercy's Power, which is a great handbook for any pro-lifer looking um, for ways, you know, how how do I be pro-life every day? We know this is not just about education and advocacy. We also know that this is a spiritual battle. And that prayer is an integral part of what we do. So Maria is going to come talk to our parish on Saturday, January 27th. It's a Saturday morning. Um, And she's going to talk about her book, Mercy's Power we thought this would be a great way to follow up um, our trip to the March for Life because that day everybody kind of gets fired up and excited and comes home (laughs) wanting to do more things. Um, You know, how could I be pro-life? What could I do next? And Maria is going to be there the following week to kind of direct us and help us better understand how each of us can find a way to be an advocate for the unborn.
0: Well, it sounds fantastic. It sounds like you have a lot of really great ideas uh, activities going on at your parish that other parishes should be following and should be copying. As I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about so many parishes that don't really have an active pro-life committee. So, what would you say to churches about that, Father? Father maybe you should answer that. <laughs>
1: sure. Well, Vani, I'm sure has some great mm. insights on this. I, you know, I think that part of uh, uh, our struggle is um, people think because of the overturning of Roe versus Wade that the battle is over. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. This is truly a spiritual battle. It is a battle over winning hearts. And so much of the battle has shifted from the judicial to the executive and the legislative branches of our government. And so we have a lot of work to do on those areas. So really, truly, the battle is just beginning as far as winning hearts um, uh, to have people truly treasure in their and, and and protect. Uh, the unborn and the sanctity of human life. Bonnie?
2: Yeah, and I would encourage uh, anyone—I believe every parish should have a strong Respect Life ministry, and if there isn't one in place already, or whether it's very small or inactive, I would say start small. Set small goals. Find some like-minded people. Talk to your pastor and, and pray about it. It will grow as we begin to educate people, enlighten them, and um, touch their hearts, and pray for the Holy Spirit's intervention. I do believe, you know, this battle's already won. Mm-hmm. This battle is already won, but the Lord is looking to us to be his hands and feet, to save as many lives and as many souls as we can, and we have to answer that call. We can't be Silent or fatigued, you know. I know people. This is a fifty-year-old issue. People are tired of it, but we can't become tired. We can't become fatigued. We have to stay passionate and active, um, and we have to help each other do that. So, I would just encourage anybody to get started. Get started, and and let the Lord lead you.
0: Yeah, it's been like a roller coaster because we had the you know the reversal of Roe v. Wade, and everybody was kind of feeling high about that, and then the, then there was a lot of confusion after that. And now with this latest thing with the state deciding to take that funding away, again, it's kind of a, a lower point. So I think it's a time for us to, like you said, pull up our pull up our pants and, and really get to work and really hit the road. Mm-hmm. I know the Pennsylvania pro-life march we had in the fall, every year that gets bigger and bigger. But we need to do things besides walk around Harrisburg, right? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. Another initiative we hope to pursue in our parish is promoting Rachel's Vineyard Retreats. Um, we recognize that there, a large number of post-abortive women are Catholic. They're sitting in our pews and, and post-abortive men. In fact, you know, oftentimes when I have an education table, it is the men who will stop by. recently had two men in their 60s and 70s stop and admit mm-hmm. their role in an abortion many years ago. Now, they didn't have to stop and, and say that to me, but it showed me that it's heavy on their hearts. And they expressed regret and sorrow. So um, we really need to make sure we're reaching out in a pastoral way to people who carry this wound. Um, So I'm hoping to advertise Rachel Vineyard's um, retreats Mm -hmm. a lot more, and maybe even have um, some of the leadership come in and speak to our parish about that.
0: What else are you hoping for in the future at your parish?
2: Well, there's a real need to educate on end-of-life issues. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's the other thing. Um, uh, And we are also hoping to... um, sponsor a tour of Morningstar since it's so close. If people can get in there and see the beautiful facility, the counseling rooms, the ultrasound, the little baby boutique. So that's something we're going to be doing in the near future. We're also hoping to eventually have a mother-daughter tea with guest speakers. So that, that might be down the road a little bit, but that would be important to bring in people who could speak to the beauty of our femininity, um, you know, our feminine genius, the way that God designed us is just perfect, and we just think that needs to be celebrated among um, our young women.
0: Well, I'm going to give you the final minute. Do you want to give us your the web address again one more time, and we'll let, let Father then say goodbye at the end.
2: That's perfect. Yes, our web address is stmmparish.org, There is a Respect Life Ministry tab under Organizations. Um, Or if you want to contact me directly, my email is Bonnie Finnerty, B O N N I E F I N N E R T Y 7, the number 7, at gmail.com.
0: Well, thank you very much, Bonnie Finnerty and Father uh, Leo Goodman. Appreciate you being here at Holy Family Radio.
1: It was a delight to be here. And and just one more reminder uh, the march does come up on uh, January 19th, that's next Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, And thank you so
0: much, Joe, for having us. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening again to Holy Family Radio.